Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ah, oh, yes. Hello. Welcome in. Welcome in. There's Angel Podcast. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Thank you so much once again for being here. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the week. Okay. Um, my God. Uh, it, there was so much drama going on over the weekend. And uh, I kind of will just pick it up. From last week. I mean, it isn't often that you can start the show or end the week talking about something as stupid as college football. Now, I know for some of you, that's a ridiculous statement for me to make because you're like, oh, man, well, this is like the most important thing on the planet, college football. It's it's my team. You know, my team is... uh, Holy cow, I've, I've, I've got to support them. And I, and you know, I get that. I don't have a problem with any of that. I don't, I don't, uh, I, I know I make fun and say Walmart Wolverines and yeah, of course, um, a lot of people that root for the Wolverines didn't go to Michigan. I, I get that. I mean, uh, someone made a good point on, online when they said, you know, yeah, you, you didn't play for the lions yet. You root for the lions. I'm like, you know, that's, that's a great point. You're right. I don't have any problem with people rooting for a college football team at all. But what I do love is the dramatics, which I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that this was going to go this way because the Michigan football coach, Jim Harbaugh, who uh, went to Michigan, pretty good pro career as a quarterback, uh, done very well in coaching. My God, he coached uh, Stanford to great heights. And then he uh, coached the San Francisco 49ers and then off to Michigan. And it seems like every time he would leave a school or, or a, a, a pro team like San Francisco, people like, ah, oh, yeah, he wore out his welcome. Now, I don't know if that's possible at Michigan. Okay. Uh, and, and for years, he did he didn't do shit. And then all of a sudden he catches fire and he's been kicking ass uh, for the last two, two and a half years. Okay. Well, uh, then after all this nonsense breaks about uh, sign stealing and then, uh, oh, but uh, Harbaugh's like, I didn't know anything about it. I had no idea. Plausible deniability. Now, I thought it ended when the NCAA college football said, um, yeah, we don't have anything that links Jim Harbaugh to this sign stealing. How that doesn't end it, I don't know. But the Big Ten, which is the conference that they play in, which has like 50 teams in it, there was a day when the Big Ten used to be like 10 teams. It was Michigan, Ohio State, and then a bunch of losers. Now there's like 50 teams there. The Big Ten is run by some guy 
who, uh, some Italian dude, Petiti, I'd never heard of him. Now he's a household name, and Michigan fans actually want him dead. Okay, they're actually like, uh, you know, all the in Michigan is is the state of Michigan is full of crazy fucks. You know, they they'll shoot you right in the face if you look at them cross-eyed. You know, we raid the Capitol. We just, I mean, I mean, come on, this place is fucked up. This is a fucked up state. So. The psychopaths that live here, they want this guy who runs the Big Ten, uh, they want his head on a pike. Because there's a rumor coming around that uh, they're going to suspend Jim Harbaugh. And I was like, well, no, they, there's no way. There's no way that that's going to happen, right? Because the NCAA just said we can't find anything that hard. Now, of course, Harbaugh was in on it. We all know that. Even Michigan fan knows that. Uh, Jim Harbaugh and this Connor Stallions um, concocted this themselves. And Harbaugh said, but, you know, I'm pretty smart. So um, if anything goes down, uh, you're taking the fall, but we'll give you millions to keep your mouth shut. Now, that's all my rumor and conjecture that I'm making up off the top of my head. But you know it's true. Um, So uh, Connor Stallions goes down. And then there's nothing to link Jim Harbaugh. Well, I don't know why the Big Ten hates Harbaugh, but they do. There's no doubt. And that's fine with me. I mean, Harbaugh is a fucking psycho. Um, they suspend Harbaugh. He, can no, he can't coach the team for the next three games. And the Big Ten waited until, like, the last minutes of Friday. Like, he was getting on the airplane. He was on the airplane traveling to Penn State and with the team. And they suspended him while the plane was en route to Happy Valley. And then it lands, and there's a, actually a picture of him on the tarmac. They're, like, breaking the news, having a, having a uh, conference with some of the other Michigan cheaters on the tarmac about this. So he's out. Now, what was hilarious though, was all of the, uh, Michigan faithful on social media. Cause I was posting about this every minute of it on Facebook, Harbaugh out. And then every Michigan fan was like, Oh, come on. They got a judge on standby. And I don't know who the asshole was that came up with that one. Judge on standby. Like he's there and he's he's standing next to his his hanging robe by the bench and he's just going to like slip into it and then sit down and say, all right, uh, that's illegal. Supposedly there was talk that uh, there was some type of, um, I don't even know, I keep hearing words like injunction and restraining order and I'm like, I don't know, that, isn't that what like most, fucking former Zaniacs have against them. Uh, but they're like, oh yeah, he's going to coach. He'll be there. He'll be there all those games. And I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it just was remarkable to me. My point is that everybody was like, well, we got it figured out. Yeah. He's going to be coaching against Penn state and, uh, he's not going to miss any time. This is all bullshit. And like, well, I don't know that it is. How does anybody know that? Um, well, as it turns out, then, uh, the day leaves us on Friday, nothing. 
Saturday, the sun rises. Michigan has to play at Penn State, and uh, uh, there is no judge on standby. In fact, it's not going to even be uh, spoken uh, in a court until, like, Friday, like five days from now, four days from now. So Michigan then has to play the football game minus Harbaugh. And, okay, I think when I was watching that game, I, I, I actually, I wouldn't have watched it. I, I would not even have watched the game. But I was interested because I wanted Michigan to lose. And the reason why I wanted Michigan to lose is because of you Michigan fans. You are fucking children. Okay? There is nothing more annoying than a Michigan football fan. And now I'll be totally honest with you. I love Blake Corum. I love, uh, what's the quarterback's name? Uh, Toots McGillicuddy. He's an Irish dude. JJ, JJ uh, McGillicuddy, JJ McCarthy. He's awesome. I love the guy. In fact, I don't have a problem with the team any way, shape, or form. Harbaugh is annoying as fuck. Um, but I love the fact that they are that good out of the great state of Michigan. Um, I don't give a shit if they win or lose. No, I take it back. I actually do want them to win. But I temper that because I know that Michigan fan uh, will be annoyed and butthurt if something, just to see the complaining and see all the drama that they, oh my God. What a bunch of soft whores you are. Holy shit. Tyler says Michigan fans are right up there with people who say I'm a veteran every chance they get. Uh, Chris in Maine says these motherfuckers are going to win the national championship because of this shit. Uh, Becca Shea says I'm going to name my next pet Toots McGillicuddy. Uh, Kuypers, who's a Michigan fan, says, Here's gonna hate. Aram says, I think all of us are now Michigan fans. Kenny, I like this. Kenny says, I've never watched a full college football game in my life, but I love hearing about all this drama. That's exactly right. Who cares about the game? Who cares about whether they win or lose? I just like the fighting. So, then after Harbaugh gets, um, hey, no, no. After Harbaugh gets in trouble, the Michigan fans, I'm going to move over to the side so y'all can enjoy the dogs too. Uh, I adjusted my camera and I don't know if I like it. So I'm, it's going to be weird for today. I got, I'm, I cleaned the room again. Um, Michigan football players start uh, writing bet, all caps, bet, after Harbaugh, uh, it's, it's announced. You know, this is going to, like, pump them up. And I don't know what the fuck that is. I guess that means beat every team. I looked it up. So that means that every Michigan slappy that exists is now writing bet. Okay. Um, Penn State hung in there, but Michigan's really good. 
Holy shit, are they good. Um, they made the Penn State office, uh, offense look ridiculous. I couldn't figure out what they were doing. When the game is on the line and Penn State hasn't done shit, and but they still have a, a chance to win the game late. But they got to do something creative with the offense. Penn State ran a play where the quarterback gets the ball and he goes here and he just hands it off to the running back who's running right into the asshole of the fucking center. It gets like one inch. And then they ran it again and again and punted. And then Michigan handed it off to Blake Corum, who's the absolute beast. And uh, he ran it into the end zone. Game over. That game should have been like a hundred to nothing. I was shocked that it was that close. Uh, So Michigan fan now has to wait it out. They play Maryland this coming weekend and then Ohio State. And, you know, I don't know if it matters who if Harbaugh is coaching or not. If I think that uh, the players can, um, you know, that whole Michigan versus everybody. By, by the way, they didn't waste any time making the gear that says Michigan versus everybody. And then every local dick ha- is now wearing one of those shirts to work. Michigan versus everybody. We're the outlaws. God. Um, and that's it. That's it. It's, uh, if Michigan gets uh, the uh, legal fight in their favor, that means Harbaugh will be back. But I don't know. I, do you, like, want him back? Uh Joe Martinez says, what happened to the ass whooping you claimed? Well, did I actually say they are going to beat Michigan? Or did I say, I hope they beat Michigan? I don't recall if I actually said they are going to win the game. But whatever. Who cares? Uh, Joe Martinez, he is uh, letting his middle fingers fly. He actually walked up to me. This is what he did Friday night at the hockey game. Uh, He normally sits on the opposite side of the rink from where I am. And I I usually see him there with his uh, family. He wandered over to where I sit. And I was standing there uh, facing the ice, doing my job with my headphones on, taking notes of what I need to do. And I hear on the, uh, on the glass, I turn around, it's him and he's, Uh, keeping his hands down so no one sees it and he's giving me the middle finger like fuck you because I was making fun of Michigan and I'm like Jesus Christ he's standing right next to his lovely little granddaughter who I had a really nice conversation with after the game on uh, Saturday she is so sweet oh my god your grandkids are just spectacular I love them so much Jesus um you have the, uh, because Joe's granddaughter's dad is, is David. Okay. Now David is a Chinese Italian. Have you ever heard of something so magnificent? A Chinese Italian. 
mom is Mexican. That combo has created such a beautiful, beautiful little girl. You guys are so blessed. What an abs, all of your grandkids, absolutely perfect. My God. Um, so there you go. It was good seeing Joe. Joe went and uh, spent big money, big HVAC money on a brand new jersey he got at the jersey auction. Awesome. Kent dropped the E out of use as Michigan is going to get fined for having two coaches better than Ryan Day. He's the coach of Ohio State. And Joe Martinez brainwashed the little the little girl to say, go blue to me. God, so annoying. Mediocrity Dave says two things I always know about someone as soon as I meet them. If they're a vegan or if they're a Michigan fan, because they're going to tell you about it. Uh, Joe Pellerito says I'm a Wolverine and just wanted to express I'm a Wolverine and they are kicking ass. I'm a Wolverine. I can't tell if you're serious or not. Chris in Maine says, which racist on this chat is going to go for the asshole of the day? I'm not sure what that means. Is there someone saying something terrible? Tyler says, Joe Martinez should have also had his granddaughter say to you easy to Madre Azuna Puta. Which, by the way, I have to, uh, I got an uh, email from uh, Matteo, who speaks uh, ghetto Spanish, as he describes it. He says, uh, for real, call me anytime you want to do forbidden Spanish. I live in South Texas and married a, uh, a La Chicana y hablo la lengua de los calles. Deos Cayus, Cayus, I speak street Spanish. Because he wrote to me a uh, an email, subject line, pinche pendejo, which Joe Martinez referred to me as that last week. And then I was very confused when I went to Google Translator and uh, it, I couldn't figure out why... Um, Pendejo means one thing, and if you put pinche in front of it, it means something different or more worse, I guess. Uh, Matt explains this. Pinche is an adjective, and its meaning depends on the word it's describing. A pinche pendejo is more than a lousy idiot. He's a worthless moron. No good at all, not a single redeeming quality. A pendejo is an idiot, a dullard, not the sharpest tool, blah, blah. But the pinche pendejo is so much more. Like, a puta is a bitch asshole for sure. Si claro, pero un pinche puta is a ratchet ass whore that makes your piss burn. And then there's an upside down question mark and it says, May 
Entiendes? Entiendes with a, a regular question mark. What's up with the upside down question mark? I don't know what the fuck that even means. So the line, like a puta is a bitch asshole for sure. Si claro, pero un pinche puta is a ratchet ass whore that makes your piss burn. Okay. Uh, apparently it is Mateo, but he spells it Matteo because uh, I guess that's something I used to say, but I like Matteo better. So fuck it. Joe Martinez says the big problem will come down on Michigan gambling. Hmm. I have no idea. Uh, the coach of the Michigan football team, or the the interim coach, is uh, Sharon Moore. Is it Sharon or Sharon? I think it's Sharon Moore. He, like, filled in for Jim Harbaugh. Uh, after the game, he went on TV and started swearing and crying. He's talking about baby Jesus. He's crying and he's swearing, which I then took that video and wrote Michigan head football coach, Ray Lewis, uh, breaks down the big game. Now that's a joke. It's a joke that if you know, you know, Ray Lewis former Baltimore Raven linebacker, uh, notorious for always talking about baby Jesus, even though he murdered people and swearing like an asshole and crying. That was the joke. But Michigan guy is too dumb to know that because I posted that and they were like, oh, that's not Ray Lewis. That's Sharon Moore. Don't you know anything? You're an idiot. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? One guy is a local dude uh, who, who who I actually know, and he, that's what he said. And I, I posted the gif of, or the meme of stick figure with the word joke going over his head. And then he probably realized it when I wrote that because he then deleted what he said. It's like, of course you did, you dumbass. Now everybody is killing this Sharon Moore. They're just beating the shit out of him. And I don't know why. I, I, I love this guy. This guy, the game ends, and he's like super emotional. And uh, he's crying, talking about baby Jesus, and then stop, starts swearing. And it was this was great. I, I it was my favorite part. It's this is the first step towards me liking Michigan. The fact that you got a coach saying, thank you, baby Jesus. I fucking love the shit out of Jim Harbaugh. I'll play it in a second. But I mean, you see, people are stupid. You see, now I'm starting to root for Michigan because that guy is dropping that shit on national TV. It was fantastic. And then anybody who hates Michigan who wanted them to lose, except me, is like, how dare he? Oh, my God. He swore. Oh, 
classless scum Michigan piece of shit. He said he loves Jesus and then he said bad words. Shut the fuck up. The fuck is wrong with you? That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. That was my favorite part of all this. This guy comes on there and starts dropping F-bombs and S-bombs and is crying and talking about baby Jesus. Fuck yeah. Or congratulations first on the win. To say that this has been a crazy 24 hours for your guys to win on the road in this environment when there were doubts. Sharoon, what does it mean to you? Is this Sharoon? Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Marble. Fucking well, love you, man. Love the shit out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These fucking guys right here. These guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you, man. Talk to him, man. I'm out. Poor Corum. He's like, what the fuck? Coach just just had a meltdown. All right, I got to watch it all again. Now, okay. Look. It would have been so much more fan. Well, it has been fantastic. It would have been. It would have been really fantastic if Michigan lost. Okay. Because, um. But they didn't. They kicked Penn State's ass without any cheating. They have cheated all the way up to this scandal. You know it, and I know it. Michigan fan, you know you know it. And you don't and you shouldn't give a shit, really. Who cares? But you did. You are cheating motherfuckers. And Harbaugh, he concocted the whole goddamn plan. And you know it. Don't tell me he didn't. All right. Uh he did a good job of covering up his tracks. Should he be suspended? Um, Well, yeah, actually he should. And I also love that the Big Ten did suspend him because they're like, fuck you. We know you did it. And we don't need any fucking evidence. This isn't a court of law, fuckface. Fuck you. You're suspended. So that's all good. Uh, Take your fucking medicine and shut the fuck up. But then they go and they beat the shit out of Penn State. That's fucking sweet that they they don't give a shit. The drama's fantastic. And then you got this guy... Saying what he said. More congratulations first on the win. To say that this has been a crazy 24 hours for your guys to win on the road in this environment when there were doubts. Sharon, what does it mean to you? Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. Fucking love you, man. Love the shit out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president. Our AD, we got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These fucking guys right here. These guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. He just just dips out. Goddamn, was that awesome. That is just beautiful. I guess it worked out. Everybody's happy. Well, I don't know if, if, uh, I mean, I'm indifferent. I don't care that they won. I would have liked it more if they lost because of the drama. Um, you know, I'm kind of a troll. That's my thing. People accuse me 
like when I was uh, posting about it, on, they're like, oh, yeah, you're a soft sparty. Oh, you're a fucking bug. It's like, you asshole. I don't get into this shit like you fucking idiots. Are you kidding me? Like I care. I don't walk around wearing my, I'd say, yeah, let's go blue. Let's go sparty. Oh, I don't give a shit. Uh, Chris says, I hate these assholes who cry because they care. Hate this guy so much. Wait, what? You gotta be kidding me. Right? I don't, I don't understand that. You're an athlete. Um, Joe says so many watched it live, then rewatched it. Loved it. Linda says to the coach, get your pacifier and go home, pussy. How can you possibly call him a pussy? Because he's emotional? I don't understand that. Chris says, yeah, be a pro. Act like you've been there. You guys are tough. You are not buying that at all. I love that guy. You know? Uh, Maureen asks if Blake Corum is four feet tall. He's, he's a little fellow. There's no question. He's very powerful. He's a good back. Uh, but yeah, he's a little fellow. And that coach was, I think a big boy. Okay. So Linda says he's a pussy and anti-Michigan folks say the same thing. I, I disagree with that. I do not agree with that whatsoever. I think that when you've been under a lot of pressure and you still rise to the occasion, I think that I... In my opinion, now, if you're crying over, uh, uh, like if Harbaugh got busted, that's different. Okay. Uh, Kenny says I'd cheer for Michigan just because Jeremy was a fan. Love that guy so much. Missed the shit out of Jeremy, man. Fucking love that guy, man. I don't know who you're talking about. You mean Jeremy K? You mean rainbow flag, Jeremy? Is that who you're talking about? Or are you talking about uh, the guy, Jeremy and Saranac? Uh, I don't know what happened. With, I still see him from time to time, if that's who you're talking about, Jeremy and Saranac. Uh, because he, uh, I see him from time to time at the hockey games. He's doing great. I think from time to time he listens, but uh, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, okay, so that was that was just incredible. Now Michigan waits. Okay, uh, this week they uh, they take on Maryland, and then you have the game between Ohio State and Michigan. Now, um, I will tell you that um, where it would have been fantastic if Michigan lost against Penn State, but they are really really good. Uh they're not going to lose against Maryland. And um, I don't know if it even matters if Harbaugh, because he can coach them during the week, but he can't be on the sidelines as of right now, unless there's some legal fight that changes that. Uh, But this is all excellent drama. This is all fantastic. Chris in Maine says that coach Sharon Moore would stab anyone who talks poorly about Harbaugh in the neck with his prayers. So true. My God. 
Uh, since we uh, were in the order that they happened over the weekend, that's Michigan. Uh, yesterday, the Lions were in an absolute stone-cold shootout with the Los Angeles Chargers. The Lions won the game 41-38. to Now, the thing that stands out to me is this is uh, how Dan Campbell has improved his coaching uh, because he's been in this situation before and he he's, he's uh, approached it differently. But with like two and a half minutes to go, the Lions are kind of in field goal range in a tie game. It's fourth down with two yards to go at like the 38-yard line of Los Angeles. So it would have been a long field goal. But if they were successful kicking it, the Rams would have had, I'm sorry, the Chargers would have had plenty of time to then try to score and win the game. And they haven't been able to stop the Chargers at all. So fourth and two, and they go for it. And they fucking get it. So then, you know, now they're closer than ever, closer than then they just uh, uh, burn that clock down to like one second and then they kick a field goal and walk off, win the game on the road, uh, 41 to 38. Uh, okay, so now here they are nine games in. They have seven wins, two losses. Uh, number two team in the league behind the Philadelphia Eagles. How cool is that? Uh, the fact that Dan Campbell goes for it. Now, if he'd, if they had have fucked that up, think about that. How much of a gamble that is. Then they're handing the ball back to the Chargers in a tie game on the road. And their defense can't stop anybody. They said, fuck this shit. We're going to get this first down. And then we're going to uh, burn that clock and win the game. The kicker. Uh, for Michigan, uh, for the Lions, I don't know who this fucking name is. I don't know some white guy. No one even know. No one knows who the guy is. He this it just says kicker on the back of his jersey. No one cares. The only thing that matters is can he kick a field goal or not. And this guy, he's like got no experience. His name is kicker. Okay, it says Riley Patterson, but I didn't know that. I just thought I thought it was Eddie Murray. This dude comes out and he's got ice water in his veins. Now, this is uh he he behaved quite a bit differently than Michigan's head coach. This is Riley Patterson's quote after the game. What were you thinking of when you had to go kick that field goal? Oh yeah, it was awesome. Walking up there, got a little bit of time. I say some Bible verses to myself. I say uh I said some Bible verses to myself. Okay. Can you imagine if he hops on ChristianMingle.com after this? Up there, got a little bit of time. I say some Bible verses to myself. I say uh, uh, 2 Timothy 1.7, for the Spirit of God does not make us timid, uh, but gives us power, love, and uh, self-discipline. So. <laughs> oh, no. This guy is the full deal. Cutie patootie. 
uh, rich, not injured, no blemishes on his face. And uh, ChristianMingle.com is going to love him. To myself, I say uh, uh, 2 Timothy 1.7, for the Spirit of God does not make us timid, uh, but gives us power, love, and uh, self-discipline. So power, thinking about how much my God loves me, uh, gives me a little bit of peace going up for a big moment like that. So that's really what I'm thinking about. And from there on out, you just count off the steps and go through the ball and so before you know it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, now he should have, um, he should have said, you know, uh, second Timothy verse 17 and, uh, uh, God makes me not timid. Uh, Jesus makes me strong. And, uh, I just went in there and put my fucking foot in that motherfucker and kicked the shit out of that fucking ball. He should have challenged his inner, uh, Sharon, Sharon Moore, whatever his name is. Young Adam Schwab says, so God is rooting for the Lions. Neat. I don't think he said that. That's not what I got out of out of it. Hold on. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Walking up there, got a little bit of time. I say some Bible verses to myself. I say uh, uh, 2 Timothy 1.7, for the Spirit of God does not make us timid. Uh, but it gives us power, love, and uh, self-discipline. So, so now, yeah, I, I guess I see what you're saying because if the guy on the other side of the ball for the Chargers said the same verse and he said, give me the strength to block this ball, I will not because, you know, he said the same thing. And then his kick goes through. Clearly, God would then be a Detroit Lions fan. Power, thinking about... How much my God loves me uh, gives me a little bit of peace going up for a big moment. But he said, he didn't say that. All he said was saying that gives him peace. Okay. Uh, I think it's all a big test of your faith, you know? Because if you go through all of that and then you miss it, you know, you got, you can't really look up and say, Hey, thanks jerk. You know, that's a big problem. If you do that, I don't know. In anyway, he seemed excited. He's, he's good. How about again, this guy is going to pull tons of tail. Riley Patterson is his name. Detroit somehow has seven wins and two losses. Maureen says, my son and Linda spoiled the ending of the game for me. Uh, they found out online that the kick was good seconds before it happened on TV and ruined it for the rest of us. Oh, you know, that's a phenomenon. And I actually am very aware of that happening because I was watching. I've had that happen where I've been watching like on my phone and it might be like two seconds ahead of TV. Like before the actual kick happens. And then Diana starts freaking out. And then the NFK has it spoiled. I think um, if you are watching it and you know that they're, that you're ahead of TV viewing, you got to keep your voice down. Maureen says she was a little pissed because her sister, uh, Linda, uh, had blown it. 
Linda says, I did not do that. Uh, someone named Trajan did it. I don't know who that is. The grandson, I guess. No, the son. That's your. That's Maureen's son. All right, so now those two, uh, Homer's sisters, are fighting. Yeah, you got to be careful. You can't lose your shit when you're watching online like that. But my God. Okay, for those enjoying the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube, it's time to say goodbye. The rest of the show is available when you download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane Live. It's uninterrupted on Twitch every day. Check out the show on Twitch or if you're at a uh, desktop or laptop, just go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. And off you go. The audio podcast is made available wherever you download shows each and every day. Please give me a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much. The Patreon is available for you. Um, damnedest thing happened over the weekend. Uh, this is funny. I posted, who are these Ottawa County fascists? And I've had um, many posts in the last week, uh, whether the free podcast or the Patreon, uh, that have been labeled things like um, Joe Moss gives at, makes Adeline Hambly a millionaire. Things like that. Talking about the Ottawa County nonsense and how those stupid idiots are um, running the county into the ground. In fact, the show, Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists? Episode 3 is titled, Joe Moss Gives Millions to Adeline Hambly, the health director. All of that drama. been talking about it for almost one full year. So... I get back from the hockey game the other day, the other night, and I'm just looking at my uh, inbox, and I get a notice whenever anybody signs up for a free seven days on Patreon. And uh, it says, hey, let's welcome in another seven-day free trial, Adeline Hambly. Okay, so I've been... uh, Team Adeline Hambly from the get-go. Team anti-Ottawa Impact from the get-go. So I was like, this is so cool. Now, I'm like, I know for a fact that the first thing Adeline Hambly would do when she signed up for a seven-day membership is going to go to the latest edition of Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists, Episode 3, titled Joe Moss Gives Adeline Hambly Millions. So right away, I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, I know I said a lot of jokes. Stu was there, but I couldn't tell you one of them. So I started to play it from the beginning. And uh, I think it was at the point that I started to cringe when uh, I suggested that Adeline Hambly, the first thing she's going to do with the $4.1 million dollars is get some fresh BBC. (laughs) So I'm like, oh boy. Okay. Now, 
you know, you can't ever be worried about the jokes when you're saying them. You just say them, okay? They just happen. And that will never not happen. I will always try to say the most fucked up shit ever. Again, when it leaves my mouth, it is no longer my problem. You decide what you want to do with it. Just know going in, it's always a joke. Everything's a joke. If any of you are uh, immature enough to let any shit bother you, like last week, who was it? Brandis was butthurt about something. As I got, I don't know what you, what are you doing? I, I don't even remember what it was. I know I said something that pissed her off. Um, so, but Adeline doesn't know that. I don't think, I don't think she has any idea. I mean, maybe she does. But yeah, and then, um, so basically, if you were to go back and listen to who are these uh, Ottawa County fascists, episode three, uh, with the knowledge that health director Hambly was hearing it, it makes it more fun to listen to. <laughs> so that's what you should do. You should go back on Patreon and listen to that bit, that whole show with Stu. And the jokes. Now, again, I am team uh, not Ottawa County Impact. I am everyone that is, like, trying to get... I'm team Joe Spalding, Larry Jackson, recall Lucy Ebel. I'm happy Adeline Hambly has $4.1 million. I'm happy that her uh, her uh, vet, uh, vice or deputy health director is uh, gets, a, gets a, uh, uh, a massive vacation, and she gets a payout, too, you know, and... I want nothing but the best for those people, but I still got to be me. I still have to make those jokes, you know, big picture. We always have to make those jokes. They have to happen. So I reached out to her. I go, Hey, uh, I see you followed my Patreon. Um, I don't know if you're used to what I do, but, um, everything has to be taken with a huge grain of salt. I mean, I rarely go back and, and say, and make excuses. But in this case, I want Adeline Hambly on my side. I want her to laugh at that. But so I don't know her sensibility. I don't know her sense of humor. I have no idea. She might be, she might be like that kicker for the lions. And if she hears me talking about BBC, oh fuck. So, you know, you still got to make jokes. Everything has to be a joke. Jokes first, always. That's all we're concerned with is you laughing. And not everybody laughs at every joke, but tough shit. That's the way, that's the way I make the stew. So <laughs> Chris says context, 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 LOL. Florida man 814 says Stu was good on that show. He started a bit uncomfortable. Once he started laughing and getting cracks in, it was really, it was a really fun episode. Thank you. Kenny says, I wonder if it was someone, if it was just someone else who used the name or something though. Yeah. I thought of that too. I don't know. I do not know. I guess it's possible. Uh, all right. Anyway, sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Plenty of material there for you, and you can try it out for free, just like 
if this is Adeline Hambly did. You just go to patreon.com slash Eric Zing. If you've never uh, done this before, if you've signed up previously, if you've previously been on Patreon, you can't. I don't think. Uh, but if you're brand new and never uh, accessed the material before, you can absolutely um, sign up for Patreon for seven days free. You do have to put in a credit card um, form in there, like a uh, you have to attach a credit card payment form to it. And um, as long as you, if you cancel before the seven days and you can do it minutes after you sign up, you get the seven days. Otherwise, it will renew automatically after the seven days for either five or ten bucks a month. Thank you. If you've ever tried, I appreciate that. It's all I ask you to do is try the show. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Excuse me. All right. Facebook, X, and YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. Facebook and uh, Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream. Wait a minute. I'm getting ahead of myself. If you ever want to email me, uh, reach out on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. The open and live stream brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Reach out to them, 231-332-6505. If you want to get into your mortgage, Kevin Kuypers. Get pre-approved for a mortgage today. First-time home buyers, especially important to reach out to Mario from no matter where you are in the U.S. Mario can get you into your mortgage. Number one for a reason. Have him roll out the red carpet service, 231-332-6505. One of my favorite things about Mario is after you get into that loan, it's not like, well, see you later. No, you'll be hearing from Mario quite a bit, especially right now because the mortgage that you're going to get right now is going to be, um, well, the mortgage rates are going to drop dramatically in the next two, three years. <clears throat> so you're going to get into a cheaper mortgage. Mario will help you with all of those things. 231-332-6505. Please mention EZ. The Grand Rapids Gold basketball team got started uh, last night. Right here, Van Andel Arena. It was a 3 p.m. start. So much fun. Great crowd on hand. The Gold Fall, unfortunately. They are back coming up Saturday. Van Andel Arena. You can get your tickets. Just click the link in the show notes. Or you can find the Grand Rapids Gold online and get your tickets there. As low as 14 bucks a pop. Dirt cheap, fantastic fun to see the Grand Rapids gold. And you have to understand, during halftime, the Red Panda is going to be there. Uh, a Red Panda was on America's Got Talent, and I have never seen anything like it. I, uh, I shared it with you some time ago. She's on like a 10-foot unicycle, and uh, she has a bull on the toe. Okay, so she's got both feet on the pedals, and then she takes one foot off one of the pedals, and uh, someone throws her a bowl, like something you put soup in, a bowl. And she puts it upside down on her toe. So the bowl, the opening of the bowl is facing the floor. Then she kicks her leg 
on the unicycle, balancing it with one leg. The bull goes flying and lands on her head somehow and stays there. I don't know if she has like a metal plate in her head or what. Uh, actually, she has one on there balancing to start. And then the second one goes flying in the air, lands in the first one. And then she puts two bulls on her foot and does it again. And two at the same time go flying in the air and they both land on her head. Then she does three, four, and five. She's got like a stack of 10 bulls. It looks like a fucking Dr. Seuss book. It's incredible. The red panda will be there on November 18th. That alone is worth the price of admission. But you will see some of the greatest athletes in the world uh, performing for you. Grand Rapids Gold Basketball with your old pal EZ. Get your tickets today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Uh, change the setup of the room. You might notice I'm looking more off to my uh, to the side here to look at the screen. I uh, cleaned this place yesterday. My God, you would not believe how filthy it was. I almost fucked everything up because one of my pieces of equipment, um, the AC adapter, it's the headphone amplifier, which I have to have. I went to plug it in and somehow I think, I don't know what happened if Darla chewed it or what, but the cord ripped off the AC adapter. So I've got no sound. I can't hear anything I'm like, oh, fuck. I reach out to Rich Bass, who is the engineer over at iHeart. I send him a picture of the AC adapter. I go, buddy, I need one of these. Do you have one? Because every engineer has like drawers full of old shit. And uh, he's like, yeah, man. It's the way he talks. Yeah, man. I think I got one of those, man. Just head over there into the shop. And uh, sure enough. I get there and then I can't find it. And then I go, buddy, I can't find it. And he goes, hey, I'll call you, man. He walks me through it. Sure enough, I find it in there. This is after the basketball game last night. Thank God. God bless Rich Bass. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? I don't remember. Anyway, um, got an email from uh, Josh talking about veterans day Zane I need to share this with someone who would understand it I was working at my part-time gig at a winery a customer asked if we do veterans discounts Josh writes well we of course do every day 10% I said heck yes he showed me his armed forces ID and I gave him the proper discount. Next customer shows up also a veteran. And the first veteran looks at the guy that just showed up and says to him, don't forget to ask for the veterans discount to which the second veteran replies, I shouldn't have to ask for it. He should be able to look at my hat and figure it out for himself. Josh writes, yes, he was one of those veterans who was wearing a hat and seemed a bit entitled by it. 
LOL. Thought you might get a kick out of that. Have a good one. (sighs) Yeah. In my mind, the veteran who doesn't tell everyone that she or he is a veteran, that there's a real hierarchy. There's the veteran who is just quiet about it and cool. And then there's the veteran who has to tell everybody about it all the time. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly. I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm a veteran. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge. I'm a veteran in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I'm a veteran. I am the mother. I'm a veteran of a child that he spoke about on his podcast. I'm a veteran in a sexual manner. I'm a veteran, um, including sex acts that he wants my veteran to perform. I've had the sheriff involved. Um, Several sponsors have already backed out. And I'm a veteran. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. I'm a veteran, so I greatly support free speech. I'm a veteran. This is not protected speech. I'm a veteran when discussing sexual acts of a veteran. Um, I'm a veteran. It was an attack on me and my family, and uh, I'm a veteran. That that you're right about, that part. It's one thing to have an opinion of adults, but again, it's not protected speech to speak. I like how she's got it all figured out. I got the sheriff involved. This isn't protected. Well, no, it is. It is protected. Sexually, about a seven-year-old girl um, and the veteran. If you would like to see the evidence and... Uh... The best part was when I actually called the sheriff. Well, not the sheriff, a sheriff's deputy here, who I know all of them. I go, hey... She's claiming, and he goes, no, she can't do anything. Have her call Facebook. Tell her to shut the fuck up. I have seen on social media someone is messaging people to not talk about it. I'm the veteran, but they want your business to know that your name is slapped behind the screen when he's saying these things. Um, That's I'm the true, veteran. Too. You can call me if you'd like. My number is area code 405 I'm the veteran, but I would really like to know if your business supports this type of rhetoric. Area code four zero five six nine four eight three four. Um, I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I would just like to hear back from you. Thank you very much You're for your understanding you. and your time. You're I'm a veteran. You. Thanks. Joe writes, favorite part is the line, including sex acts, he wants my veteran to perform. Oh, yeah, that's 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 like everybody's favorite part. I don't know how I got to that. Oh, um, now I, uh, I take it back. If you are a World War II veteran, like that 99-year-old Navy dude that we talked about on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, now he is not actually telling people that he was, he's not wearing the World War II veteran hat, but I think if you did, that that's okay. If you wear, Okay. Yeah, it's tough. I think when you get to the generations that are a lot older, I think that, I mean, even Vietnam, you might, I think you may get a pass on Vietnam. But outside of that, no, you can't. It, there's a fine line. Because Vietnam vets and World War II vets are, are, are charming. They're charming, sweet people. And the dick who's not and still announcing, hey, I'm a veteran... He's probably a dick. 
Just in time for Veterans Day. Joe says, I'm guilty of bragging about veterans in my family. Maureen says, I believe I'm a veteran. Tyler says, the license plates and hats make me roll my eyes and dislike you. I just let him go on by. Kenny says, the old dudes who had PTSD since before PTSD even was invented. Those are the real veterans. No, it's true. It's really true. You know? People who sleep at night and the only thing covering them is like hand grenade shrapnel. Hey, give me some shrapnel so I can warm up here in the foxhole. I want to wear a hat that says Civil War Veteran. See if anybody notices. All right. Anyway. Uh, Trump was at it again over the weekend. Trump showed up at the UFC event. Now, how about this? This is spectacular. Hold on a second. I don't have it ready, and I should. Trump walking in UFC video. Okay, this is great. Hang on a second. There's a sound. You don't want to hear that commercial. Okay. Skip. Okay. Excellent. Here we go. Trump, he uh he's coming into the UFC event. And this is like a who's who of MAGA. You've got Trump, Dana White, and uh, Kid Rock, of all people. Uh, Tucker Carlson and Trump's kid. And everybody loves Trump at these events. Here you go. This is Trump walking into the UFC event. How strong that team is making his way into the building. One of the bigger mixed martial arts fans. I know President Donald Trump taking his octagon side seat for UFC 295. Now, everybody there loves him. This is uh, uh, Trump is number one amongst UFC fans. Kid Rock, all these people love him. We got two title fights coming up at UFC 2. Kid Rock should have washed his hair for fuck's sake. 95 here in a matter of moments, live from Madison Square Garden. And President Trump will be here to witness. Okay, look at the back of Dana White's head. It's like John Gibbs' head. He has like a full pack of hot dogs there on the back of his head. How does he do that? All of it, four of the very best fighters in the world set to take their cracks at light heavyweight and interim heavyweight gold, respectively. We move over to papers you shortly. Thank you all for being here for the prelim coverage. But as you know, best is yet to come. Main car for UFC 295, live on ESPN, plus pay-per-view from Madison Square Garden. Who's it? This guy here was in that movie Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, not Matthew McConaughey. What's, uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Jared Leto? I think that's Jared Leto. Starts right now. 
But that's not all. No, no, no. The 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 real story was um, Bill Burr was also at the fight. Okay, and seated to uh, Bill's left is Mrs. Burr. I think her name is Nia. I didn't even know this until I started following the Anthony Cumia drama with Bill Burr. Um, that Bill's wife is black. And I've been listening to Bill for a long, long time, and he talks about his wife, but I, I, I'd never known this. And that's, you know. So this is, it's a bad video. It's off of a TV. So you got Trump there. There's Freckles. And then to his left is, is Burr's wife. Watch what Burr's wife does. She's giving him the finger. <laughs> oh, great. Kid, here comes Kid Rock. Hey! Very subtle. She quickly gives. Freckles is not even looking. Freckles doesn't even know his wife did that. <laughs> so then Bill, everybody uh, who saw that, they get offended. You know, and that's that's rich. People who love Trump getting offended because someone's giving Trump the finger. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. Uh, she, uh, He's the most insulting person that's ever walked the face of the earth. And so everybody is fucking butthurt that... Um, that she's giving him the finger. Oh my God, look at that low class bitch. Look at her. She just ended Bill Burr's career. Oh my, what a whore. We hate her. What a bunch of crybaby bitches you are. Who gives a fuck? I give her credit. I love the idea that Bill isn't aware. And then that went viral like very quickly. And then he's probably getting text messages that Nia just gave Trump the fucking finger. Honey, did you give Trump the fucking finger? Oh, that is great. Uh, Chris in Maine says she's keeping it real. Kid Rock is just trying to get in the frame with Trump. Brandis says, I love her. Yes. I wish Kid Rock, Tyler says, would have had a Bud Light in his hand. Corey describes uh, Bill's wife as wicked black. My God, I loved that. Um, and then you get a lot of people. The way this went, um, as I understand it, every year Bill does in New York City a benefit, um, charity benefit uh, a st- comedy show uh, on behalf of pa- the memory of Patrice O'Neill. Now, all of this gang with Opie and Anthony, a lot of these comedians got their start on the Opie and Anthony show. Burr, uh, Jim Norton, Patrice O'Neill, um, a number of other comedians, but Bill is the biggest name. Now, Bill, over time, has gone more into acting. Of course, on Breaking Bad and on The Mandalorian, and he's doing a lot of other projects. He lives in L.A. now. Still does his podcast, similar style, monologue, him just riffing and having a good time uh, once or twice a week. It's not nearly as good as this one, but still, it's a, it's a solid enough. I, I can listen to it. Uh, so I all this time I've been listening whenever he talks about his wife, and I like that he does talk about his family and personal shit. It's hilarious. 
Um, I, I had no idea that he was married to a black woman. Doesn't matter. Well, uh, over the years, though he's had a rapport with Anthony from Opie and Anthony, I guess that grew a little icy over time. And um, Anthony and him eventually had a discussion. This is according to Anthony, which he said on his show, Anthony's show. He had a discussion with Bill and Bill said, yeah, I can't hang out with you anymore because Anthony says a lot of anti-black shit all the time. And it isn't so much it, when Anthony says it, because I make jokes about black people all the time. Too. I make jokes about everybody. Anthony does, but it seems like he means it. And he posts shit on there that makes it seem like he doesn't like black people at all, which I would never dream of doing. And, uh, and we, because I don't, but he does. Well, Bill's wife sees that shit and she's like, Hey, guess who you're not hanging out with anymore. So, uh, that was that. And then recently within the last year, Anthony, uh, wandered into the Patrice O'Neill benefit at, uh, I forgot what fucking comedy cellar or someplace in New York. I don't even know the name of the fucking place. And, um, Anthony got escorted out. And uh, apparently Anthony walked up to Bill and was like, hey, how you doing? And Bill's like, are you motherfucker the shit you've said about my wife? Because I guess it's gotten ugly over the years after the breakup. So Bill wanted to kick his ass and then he had security throw Anthony out. And the interesting thing is the security guard is a guy named Club Soda Kenny who used to do security for Anthony. So it was all fucked up. So Club Soda Kenny throws Anthony out. And uh, now fast forward to last night or Saturday night, Bill's wife gives Trump the finger. Most people who listen to Anthony love Trump. So then they're just fucking killing her. Oh, yeah. Stay classy, bitch. Give me a fucking break. Uh, Chris in Maine says they seem like Jada and Will Smith. Keep my wife's name out of your mouth. No, I don't think that's true. I don't think it's anything like Jada and Will Smith. I think Bill uh, Bill has a great relationship with his wife, it seems. Oh, God. Just the idea that Bill wasn't looking when uh, Nia gave Trump the finger and then him finding out minutes later or seconds later that it just happened. That's the only thing I care about uh, UFC events is something like that. Or if there's, I just watch the highlights. I don't mind watching the highlights, but I don't know. I can't, I can't really get into the whole bit. I, I can't get up the nerve to actually purchase one of those things, but I guess it was good. That was the best part of the whole damn thing. Was that? Holy shit. All right. Thank you to TC paintball. If you want to book an event at TC Paintball, you go to tcpaintballgr.com and schedule away. Whether it's your workplace team building fun you're going to have, you know, skip the damn potluck and get everybody to go play paintball. Neighborhood pals hanging out, maybe the bro team, maybe the bachelor party, bachelorette party even. TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com. Book an event there. Outdoor paintball, uh, weather permitting. Indoor paintball. Sometime in the next two or three fiscal years 
axe throwing. You got little leagues for the kids. Uh, and just a whole lot of fun at TC Paintball. We are, again, still working on Paintball War number 23. Rick has been in um, Florida, I guess, for a vacation. Must be nice. I hope you had a good time. Uh, I will be going to the King's Room Barbershop this week. I need a trim. Keep it uh, keep it neat and clean at King's Room Barbershop. Haircuts for men or dudes or chicks who want a haircut like a dude. King's Room Barbershop. I should have uh, Madison's boyfriend, transgender dude Ash, get his haircut at King's Room Barbershop. Ash, you got a great dude haircut. You're looking so dudish with the testosterone coursing through your veins. You are becoming one of us. I'm going to, I treat Ash like a dude with chick sensitivity. So, um, you know, I fart in my hand and throw it in Justin's face all the time. My son-in-law. So that means Ash is going to have to get that treatment. Ash wants to be a dude, so that means you're going to get the old scoop and feed. Cup of soup. That's how it goes around here. Uh, I can't believe I've gotten onto that topic after talking about King's Room Barbershop. Anyway, uh, you've got locations Northland Drive, Caledonia, and Wyoming. No longer in Rogers Plaza. They've moved to 821 36th Street. Southwest, next to the costume room, King's Room Barbershop, uh, exact locations and schedules of all the stylists, including Andy and Colleen Skyver, at kingsroom.net. When you get your haircut, please mention EZ. Okay. I don't know. I got a feeling today's show is going to be short. I only have two more things to talk about. When in doubt, look to the chat. Thank you, Mitch, subscribing. Tier one for now 10 months in a row. I appreciate that, Mitch. Okay. Uh, By the way, fantasy football. I know it's like ridiculous to talk about fantasy football, and I I normally don't. But um, I started out this year seven wins, zero losses. Okay. Now, this is a $500 prize. So, I'm like, holy shit, I have a great team. And I was, I am pissing off everybody that is uh, part of the fantasy football team. There's 10 teams in our league. Went over to my neighbor's house, Kelly. And it's, it's just a complete bro fest. All these 20 and 30-somethings. And in comes, and I was late. The, the draft started at like... Um, six and i thought that the dinner started at six this is months ago weeks ago and uh i was sitting right here and she says hey are you gonna be in on this the draft starts in 10 minutes i go oh my god i thought dinner started in 10 minutes like you were having hamburgers and hot dogs she goes no the draft starts in 10 minutes i go holy shit so i mean she just lives around the corner so i go i wander through witten's yard into the cul-de-sac behind us all these dogs are barking at me and uh i walk in and it's like, um, you know, everybody's done eating. And it's the bros and their wives. 
And they've all got their laptops open. Uh, one guy's got a laptop and an iPad and a cell phone. And just everybody's got all this tech. I've got my phone. And uh, I said to her, I go, where do I go for the draft? And she goes, you got to open the Yahoo app. And I go, okay, hang on. I'll download it. So I'm scrolling through my phone. She goes, you have it. I go, how do you know? She goes, I can see it. She goes, hit that right there. I go, oh, okay. So I hit that. And she goes, three, two, one, draft has begun. You're the fifth pick. So I got a little time. Well, um, my draft was ridiculous. I drafted three players. Two were suspended and one injured until like 10 weeks into the year. Kyler Murray. And uh, then I drafted the rest of my team and everybody's looking at me like, you suck shit. Uh, but then, uh, I don't know. I fucking caught fire. 7-0. and Then I lost two in a row leading up to this weekend. So I was like, son of a bitch. But I'm back because I beat the hell out of whoever. Uh, Still in first place, but it's tight. And they're all looking at me like, you motherfucker. Because I I mean, again, I got a hamburger in my mouth and they're all like ready to pick. And I'm like, yeah, this guy looks good. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Just, just pick so much that can happen. People are always asking me for trades and I'm like, no, no, you're not getting any of my players. If you give me actual cash money, I wouldn't, can that happen? Can you actually, if someone offers you a shit player and like $500, can you then do that? Does that actually happen in fantasy football? Because that I'm up for, I will have a fire sale. If you can each give me money so that I would earn more from that than actually winning the thing. I'm all about that. I'm open for business. Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Oh, my God. I forgot this story. Okay. No, I'm going to have plenty of stories. I thought for a second I didn't have enough stories, but I do have plenty of stories. Uh, Ken Jennings is up Shit's Creek. Well, I don't think he is. There is a, uh, apparently a joke that was cringeworthy. I loved it. I thought it was, I mean, it was, it was a low hanging fruit joke, but I thought it was fine. Here you go. This is what Ken Jennings said that pissed a bunch of people off. What is um, circumcised? That's correct. A painful 2000 for you. Okay. That's another joke, but not the joke that I'm looking for. Let me back up. Let me start over. I'm clearly fucking this up. Ken Jennings from Jeopardy the other night on Jeopardy, he made a uh, remark about people in assisted living facilities that of course offended viewers and they were quick to air their grievances on social media. Now you can't do that. During the interview portion of the game, which is currently airing the champions wild card tournament. 
Ken was talking to contestant Jen Jaswinski, who spoke about her grandmother. She said that in one of her previous appearances on the show, um, she mentioned how her grandmother, how important her grandmother was to her and what she'd done for her. Quote, when I did that, grandma's entire home where she lives was watching and they stood and gave her a standing ovation during that part of the show. She told Jennings last night. So that was a really special moment for her and me. You know, Jennings said, that's great. And that means a lot in assisted living. Standing up, not easy for all those people, I would assume. Which, fuck, I would have said that joke. You know, it's clean. It's funny. Jaswinski ended up winning the game, but several viewers were hung up on Jennings' remark. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, what if there was someone with no legs or someone who couldn't stand up and they'd get hurt? Yeah, well, that's that's a joke. It's a, it's a, it doesn't mean anything. Of course he doesn't mean that. And besides, old people don't get offended at that shit. Old people are hard as fuck. Not like you fucking soft pussies. Jesus. One person tagged the Jeopardy account on X, formerly Twitter, and wrote, Really? Nothing like a little casual ageism from at Ken Jennings. It's difficult for people in assisted living to stand up. Disappointed. You assholes. God damn. Another viewer said, At Ken Jennings, this is the elderly tonight. When responding to Jen, who said her grandma's home residence stood up and clapped at her winning. Come on, people. He said, they're so old, hard to stand up. I know he didn't say that. It was a little bit more nuanced to the joke. Even if he did, who gives a shit? He should apologize. He promotes himself as a good Mormon. Not. Not. Uh, this person writes, you used to be able to laugh at Ken's joke about assisted living. Another person said in the nineties as a late teen, 20 something, I would have laughed. Now I find myself having mixed feelings. It's because you're a pussy. All right. You're soft as shit. It's a joke. Get over it. Fuckhead. God, what are these? A bunch of Michigan fans. Now that's going to lead to. Shut up, you bitch. Oh, let's see. One comment said, Ken Jennings just made a joke about people in assisted living, and I didn't know whether to laugh or cringe, so I did both. To further illustrate their point, they used hashtags funny and tasteless. While some people did say the joke was funny, another fan called his comment cringeworthy and another theorized that the show may get letters because of what he said. Good. Excellent. If you are the producer of that show, you love that. You want more of this. You know, I want him to go even further down the road. You get more people paying attention to that's how you make a winner. You have to get people talking about you. 
That's the only way I was able to get the Free Bear and Hot Wings show to be a success. God knows Greg and Chris can't do anything that draws any attention to them. Why do you think I would say the shit I would say? You got to get people looking at you. You got to get asses in the seats. That's the way it's the point. A rep for Ken Jennings did not immediately respond to Fox News Digital's request for comment. Quote, Ken Jennings made another wheelchair joke on Jeopardy tonight. LOL. Another person wrote, which was a reference to a previous controversy that the former champion experienced years ago. In 2014, Ken Jennings wrote in a tweet, nothing sadder than a hot person in a wheelchair. <laughs> That's great. That is funny. That's a joke. It didn't get a lot of attention at the time, but it resurfaced in 2018 like it tends to do. And Jennings responded to the backlash writing, I never did a public flogging thing for this, but I did apologize personally to angry, hurt people who reached out personally. Oh, he writes, it was a joke so inept that it meant something very different in my head. I regret the ableist plain reading of it. Ah, see, he shouldn't have said that. He should have said, well, I'm sorry. Uh, that was a joke. Get over it. You know, who cares? In 2020, after it was announced that he would step in as an interim host following the death of Alex Trebek and resurfaced again, along with some other questionable comments he made in the past, and Jennings issued a more in-depth apology. Um, the people who make the show probably said, yeah, you got to say something. So he wrote, hey, uh, I just wanted to own up to the fact that over the years on Twitter, I've definitely tweeted some uh, unartful and insensitive things. Sometimes they worked as jokes in my head, and I was dismayed to see how they read on screen, he began. In the past, I'd usually leave bad tweets up just so they could be dunked on. At least that way, they could lead to smart replies and even advocacy. Oh, come on. You see, to me, there's nothing worse than this. All of this bullshit. Delete, deleting them felt like whitewashing a mistake, but I think that practice may have given the impression I stand by every failed joke I've ever posted here. Not at all. Nah, dude, no, you're that's that's gutless. You got to say no. Those were jokes, and a lot of people laughed at him. You don't like it? Hit the road. He added. Sometimes I said dumb things in a dumb way, and I want to apologize to people who were rightfully offended. It wasn't my intention to hurt anyone, but that doesn't matter. I screwed up, and I'm truly sorry. Now you can't say I didn't say to Adeline Hambly if that was even her. I'm sorry that I joked about you getting BBC. I said my jokes have to be taken with a grain of salt. That's about as far as I'll go. That's a good joke. If it's a joke that I said, it's a good joke. Otherwise, I wouldn't say it. Um, Chris says, good Lord, social media war warriors. Torp God, who's new to subscribing on Twitch, says, oh, I take it back, uh, to following on Twitch, says Jeopardy is still running. Corey says, once you hit retirement age, your feelings don't matter. Funny. Maureen says, for God's sake, it's true. Doesn't even have to be a joke. It's a true statement. 
Maureen says it sounded pretty innocuous to me. Uh, Aram says, I think that was the first time I ever heard Eric take his due for making free beer and hot wings what it was. Oh, I see what you're saying. Me pointing out the sticking my neck out in order to make a name, try to get people to pay attention. Yeah, that's that's kind of what you have to do. Uh, when you're in the room with uh, 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 vanilla and vanilla bean, you know, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. We got to say something. I got to do something here. We got to make this happen. By the way, you can actually see O'Neill's dick tip over uh, my left shoulder. Like right, hold on, right there. Like I'm a weather, like I'm a weather guy. Oh, he just he said, "I know you're talking about my dick tip." All right, Ken Jennings. Do you guys remember this dude? Uh, what was his name? Aphrodite Shaman, Shaman something, the guy who stormed the Capitol. Buffalo Shaman. He's now running as a libertarian candidate for Congress in Arizona's eighth congressional district. Uh, what did he go as again? Shaman something or other? I forget. Anyway, this asshole is running for Congress. I want um, the guy standing next to him who looks like uh, Charles Manson's kid to be his, uh, to be on his campaign. The fact that this picture here, they are walking through the halls of, uh, of the Senate of, of Congress with all these uh, famous Congress people in portraits on the side of them. These guys are wearing masks. These idiots come in. This cop is saying right this way, right this way. And this idiot looks like this is one of the most ridiculous things that's ever happened. My God, what a shit show that was. The only shining moment was when Ashley Babbitt got shot. You see, that's a joke. That's what that is. That's a joke. And it's true. Jacob Chansley is the spear carrying rioter whose horned fur hat, bare chest, and face paint made him one of the more recognizable figures in the uh, January 6, 2021 assault on the U.S. Capitol. I remember when that all went down. And um, do you guys remember uh, Dirk Craig Danitz from Clearwater, Florida? He said, oh, yeah, that uh, that whole riot was brought on by... Um, uh, what is it? What are they called? Antifa? Yeah, Antifa and Black Lives Matter. That guy in the uh, horns, QAnon shaman, shaman. He's 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 with Antifa. He like actually believed that shit. God damn. Well, that dude is out of prison now, and now he's running for Congress. Online paperwork shows 35-year-old Chansley filed a candidate statement of interest Thursday, indicating he wants to run as a libertarian, which is perfect. Because all libertarians are fucked up. Um, and uh, so that, that, that makes sense. I don't know why people who are uh, fucked up decide to become libertarian. I think it's kind of like birds of a feather. Um, libertarians have one job. 
lose elections. Okay. They kind of like cherry pick the things that uh, are part of their, uh, of their makeup. A little bit of liberal, little bit of Republican, little sprinkle in a little chaos. And then they're voila, I'm a libertarian, which means they're part of half a percent of the vote. No one gives a shit. Okay. The L in libertarian should stand for loser. So this idiot is going to run as a libertarian. I don't know why we even have to run as a party. You shouldn't even have to say independent. You should just have to say, I'm of the fuck you party. Uh, He's running libertarian next year's election. U.S. Representative Debbie Lesko is a Republican representing the district. She announced last month she will not seek re-election. Her term officially ends in January of 25. So there's a little bit of time yet. Uh, QAnon shaman pleaded guilty to felony charge of obstructing an official proceeding in connection with the Capitol insurrection. I would run under the name QAnon shaman. I mean, I would change my name to QAnon shaman. Half of this fucking election shit is just getting your name recognized. Oh, QAnon shaman's running. I'll vote for him. I'm a dumb fuck. He got 41 years in prison. I'm sorry, 41 months in prison. And he served 27 months before being transferred to a halfway house in Phoenix in March of 23. He's uh, among the more than 700 people who've been sentenced in relation to capital rioting, uh, federal crimes. They're still tracking people down. That will never stop, you know? Although he previously called himself the QAnon shaman, Chansley has since disavowed the QAnon movement. Well, you can't. No, that's that's you. You have to be. That has to be your movement. The U.S. Constitution does not prohibit felons from holding federal office, but Arizona law prohibits felons from voting until they have completed their sentence and had their civil rights restored. Emails seeking comment have gone unreturned as of right now. Well, I love that. Ben Weller is here. He writes, go Lions. Yeah, we are. We talked a lot about the Lions earlier. Uh, we talked about the Lions. We talked about Michigan. What a weekend it was for sports. You know what uh, it wasn't a good weekend for? Was uh, the Griffins um, and the Gold because they lost everything. The Griffins lost Friday. Uh, like seven to three, and then they lost Saturday four to zero. Um, the only bright spot for the Griffins was uh, this rookie named Amadeus Lombardi. Great name, got his first pro goal. That was nice. And then late in the game, there was a line brawl. It was uh, three people fighting three people at the same time. And, uh, wow, it was, it was intense. And you know what the players are doing now? Um, they're wearing those neck guards. I, now again, it's remarkable to me that someone had to die that Adam Johnson for these dumbasses to do that, to actually put on the neck guards. And now they're all wearing them. That's all it took. And what's interesting is 
There had been lots of injuries prior to this. People who have been sliced by skate blades. And it's like, so literally someone had to die before it got through your heads? And I guess right now, you can't even buy a neck protector. But they're doing it wrong. They're wearing the kind that are like um, attached to a shirt. So it's almost like a turtleneck. But there's still a good portion of their neck exposed. When my kid played youth league, it was it would just, it was a band, a cut proof band that would go around the neck and Velcro together, covered up their whole neck. They're still missing a key portion of the neck. So some dude from Toronto gets in the box next to me, and I always ch- uh, chat these guys up. And um, I don't know, I forget his name. I go, hey, so uh, where's your neck guards? And, uh, cause Toronto, no one on Toronto is wearing a neck guard and everyone on Grand Rapids is. And he goes, Oh, we're waiting for the shipment to come in. eh?" I go, Oh yeah. He goes, yeah, you can't get them. You can't get them. We tried for God's sake to get them. And you know, uh, we, we, uh, we can't get them. They're like on back order. eh?" so, uh, they said, sorry. And, uh, that they'll, they'll send them as soon as they get them. eh?" And I go, yeah. Okay. He actually said, sorry when they can't hear you they'll go i'm sorry (laughs) i love that i think canadian is uh my new favorite accent hurricane ashley who occasionally will listen in here uh her boyfriend is um tim mayer from shoreliner striping right here uh, and he's a longtime American Hockey League ref. And uh, he's from the U.S. I think he's from Ohio or Michigan. But if you were to go up to him and say, hey, Timmy, uh, and say something and he doesn't hear you, though in American, he'll go, I'm sorry. How's it going, Zayner? Hey, Zayner. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, guy. Hey, Zayner. Oh, hey. It's true. Uh, Ben asked if more knuckleheads threw anything on the ice. Yes, they did. Kuiper says, break down that fight on Friday at the Griffins. Not a bad idea. Uh, I don't know if they include that in the highlights, though. Let's see. I don't know if I can get to it. I didn't prepare for this. And if I don't prepare for it, that means I have to actually talk uh, while I'm searching for it. Let's see. Grand Rapids Griffins. Okay. 1110. Highlights from 1110. You're hearing an ad right now. You're seeing an ad right now. Let's check out the ad again. Yeah, well, he takes away a lot of space. Not this time. Well, okay. Right off the draw. First go- First shot. Goal. Oh, the Marley's. The- That's uh, Sebastian Costa. Uh, Costa, the goalie. Puck came loose, and they'll snap one home. Long shot got blocked. Went right to the near side. Abrazizi mm. across, and a pass in front of the score. That one deflecting. Come on. That's bullshit. They'll hold it in. Minute 27 to go in the power play, and a shot hit the goal post. Rebound, score! Tim Gettinger's got his team leading fifth. All right, I'm 
give a shit about this. I want to see a fight. I don't think they included it. They did not include the fight. God damn it. I don't know why they do that. That's why we go to the games is to watch them fight. Griffin's Nest on Twitter has it. All right, Kevin. Thank you, buddy. Griffin's Nest. Uh huh. Okay. Line brawl. Found his way there. Now we got more little pushing and shoving. Dom. Sho- okay. Let me make sure I got this. I'm glad that they have this. Thank you, Kevin. That's a, that's a, that's a nice little tip on your part. Was stationary and found his way there. Now we got more little pushing and shoving. Dom Shine comes in with one shove. Now, look out, everybody's getting in now. Ooh, somebody just got, oh, Dom Shine is going after somebody who took a cheap shot and is swinging away. We got a melee going on, six involved. Whoa, look at that. Punches with the linesman holding them. Oh, now they're going to let Shine. Oh, my goodness. Dom Shine just connected on a huge right. And there's two other bouts going. Yeah, new power oh, just took his just man down. Him down with a right. Whoa. Nice. Shiner was ticked off because somebody sucker punched, I think, somebody in that pile. I think it was Petronero. Mateo Petronero is the guy that I, I think came in there and sucker punched. I'm not sure who it was, Larry, but uh, that was a, that was a, I want to see the sucker punch. There. Now we got more little pushing and shoving. Dom Shine comes in with one shove. Now, now, look out, everybody's getting in now. Ooh, somebody you can't just, see Dom it. Shine comes in with one shove. Now, now. Who gets sucker punched? Okay, right here. Right there. This guy just punched him right in the face. Look out, everybody's getting in now. Ooh, somebody <laughs> just got, oh, Dom Shine is going after somebody who took a cheap shot and is swinging away. We got a melee going on. Six involved. Whoa, look at that. Punches with the linesman holding them. Oh, now they're going to let Shine. Oh, my goodness. Dom Shine. The, the bummer is we don't see Shine throwing his punch. I saw it from where I was sitting. Uh, but fuck. Ended up uh, losing badly. Oh, well. Chris says it's always good when they can refer to it as a melee. Quote, they said we're sorry about your necks, eh? Uh, Maureen and uh, I think someone else had made a nice comment about my nice purple jacket. Rich did. Outstanding purple suit on Saturday, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. I had to walk across the resurfaced ice, and that is so stressful. Holy shit. In fact, I'll open that. I'll, I'll show you that. I'll share that with you I, in case you didn't see it on Facebook. Okay, so I have to pee after every period because of these uh, bladder issues, uh, prostate issues. Um, walking across the ice is an a- absolute shit show. I can't stand it. 
okay? Uh, because the ice is newly finished after the Zamboni goes over it, and it's so damn slippery. So I'm just terrified always of falling down. So where it's shiny, that's where it's so damn slippery. Now I'm getting water off my feet. That's why I'm walking like that. on a swivel afraid I'm afraid I'm gonna get hit by a Zamboni almost there almost there oh they want me to fall so bad there in the booth they have been that's why they shoot video of me they want me to fall Tyler says have you ever fallen not once I have never, ever fallen on the ice. This is my, I don't know, 18th or 19th year. I can never keep it straight how many years I've done this. I think 19. Oh, oh my God. No, you got to be careful. There was a ref uh, years ago who went out for warm-up, and he uh, went. the refs used to come out without their helmets on when they'd skate. They don't now. If you're on the ice, you have to have a helmet on. Obviously, I don't. And uh, the ref slipped and hit his head. And Corey writes, he's dead now. Yeah, he is. He did die. Like, right there. Uh, there was hardly anybody in the arena. And um, the fucking guy goes down, and he hit his head, and immediately he bled out. I mean, the, the amount of time that the blood left his body was remarkable. It was horrible. Um, and yeah, it was, it, I, in fact, it fucked a lot of people up. A lot of people that I sit in the booth with over there saw that all happen. It was awful. Um, Corey says, I called it. I had no idea. Ha. Oh, terrible. Jesus. Um, okay. What else am I going to get into today? Thank you. Thank you for that. Hmm. All right. Some sports moments to talk about. You know who Steph Curry is. Some of you may have heard of Seth Curry. That's his brother. Not nearly as good. Uh, he plays for the, uh, he did, he played for the Dallas Mavericks and they just cut him because he shot a video of uh, himself drinking something called lean, which I'm not sure what that is. I think it's um, like similar to, you know, you get a lot of times the medicine, I think in like um, uh, maybe cough syrup and then you mix it with like fruit juice. 
he shot a video of him making and drinking lean and smoking pot, which, I mean, I don't know why this is such a big deal. I think they all smoke pot. All the players in the NBA. So Dallas said, that's it. He made this video and they ended up cutting the, uh, cutting the guy. Here you go. This is the video of, of all that. So that's like the cough syrup going into the bottle. You see, it's, it's like a prescription. And he shows it to the screen. How stupid is this fucking guy? Promethazine codeine solution. Take five milliliters by mouth every six hours as needed for cough. So you take that medicine and you mix it with like whatever's in the other bottle there while you're driving and then you drink it, but you have to shoot video of yourself doing it. Make sure you show what it is on there. And then this is uh you pour it and then you drink it while you're driving. And then you got to wear your, your rings there. I don't know what, if he's, you know, won a championship somewhere, but he's got rings and jewelry and he's smoking this enormous joint and look at him he's fucked up drinking now he's drinking that's the uh that's the cough syrup bottle that's not even the bottle that the guy was making he's drinking straight cough syrup and then he's just fucked up drinking that uh shit smoking a joint and busting out the rap lyrics now I think I don't know why they cut him. Uh, I think you should you should make hay here. You should have a lean night or something like that, or put that on a T-shirt. I mean, every guy in the NBA does this, so they should finally just accept the fact that this is how it is. And, and not actually purple drank. I've heard people talk about purple drank. Yep. Uh, we got to stop punishing this behavior. They, they let them do this all the time. Why is this such a big deal? Uh, I would encourage him to do it like during the game on the bench, but Dallas has cut him and said, fuck that shit. We, you can't do that. So. Even though everybody, I mean, pot is legal everywhere. Let's just wipe the pot off. I mean, pot is not a problem. Hell, um, it's advertised everywhere. Even people who don't smoke pot are smoking pot. I don't smoke pot, but I mean, everybody smokes pot. Okay. Uh, Pot usage is way up. Cigarette usage is way down. Pot, yes. Cigarettes, no. They're actually banning menthol cigarettes. They're making pot more accessible in elementary schools, but you cannot smoke menthol cigarettes. At least that's what the government wants. So forget about that. Seth Curry had the pot. The pot is good. As for the purple drink, I don't know, man. I mean, if I can, if we're, if we're saying, yeah, go ahead and, uh, and smoke as much pot as you want. We don't care. What, what's the big deal if he's drinking fucking, uh, uh, some Robitussin who gives a shit? Well, anyway, that's that. 
Tyler says almost as stupid as getting caught flashing a gun on video after already getting in trouble for that. I think I would like to actually have an interview with uh, Seth Curry, though, and say, so why did you, like, promote it? Why did you tell everybody that you were doing that? I mean, we don't. if I'm the Mavericks, I'm like, I don't care that you're doing that, but why are you saying, hey, look what I did? Why are you telling everyone, you idiot? Pretty stupid. Um, God, there was one more thing I wanted to get to, and it escapes me. Hmm. This is kind of fun. Uh, football game the other day. Seattle Seahawks taking on, I don't know, Washington Commanders. The announcer says this. I don't understand why he would say this. At the top of the screen there, these two guys are getting set to, uh, you got the receiver and you got the defensive back. You got brown on brown crime right up top. You got brown on brown crime right up top. Now, the only thing I can think here is that both these guys' last names are brown. You got brown on brown crime right up top. You're saying you got I got brown on brown crime. Right up brown top. on brown crime brown brown right up top right up top because not only are their name would their names be brown but they are brown both these dudes so that's pretty sweet i hope their names are not brown that would make that more fun all right um there's one more thing i had to get to and i can't find it i'll save it for the patreon that's all right. No big deal. Um, Corey says, LOL, what? Tyler says, if Luka Doncic did this, they wouldn't have cut him. LOL. Oh, I see. So it's a white-black thing. I don't know. Corey adds, it might not be the NBA that cares. It might be Mark Cuban. Well, anyway, if it were Steph Curry, no one would care. But it's Seth Curry, so who gives a shit, right? Uh, That's what Tyler points out. It's a good player versus a great player thing. All right. I see what you're saying. I actually want to get to this clip. I wasn't going to. I was going to save it for the Patreon, but I want I want you to hear it. Uh, James Harden. That's the guy known as the Beard. Um, he's been kind of like a malcontent. He jumps from team Into to team, and everybody hates a guy. He plays for the L.A. Clippers right now. And speaking of the Mavericks, in the Mavericks pregame, the um, guy who calls the game for Bally Sports he did a two-minute takedown of uh, of James Harden, and you're going to love this. Ask the producer to pipe this into the Clippers' locker room <laughs> so I can talk to you, James. I hope you're taking notes. I'm telling you in advance, you're welcome for the wisdom I'm about to spew. Because, listen, I get on my knees every night and pray for someone to believe in me 
like Daryl Borey believed in you. You wanted a certain coach, they brought in Mike D'Antoni. You wanted to play a certain style, they played it. You wanted Dwight Howard, they brought him in and got rid of him when you were tired of him. You wanted Chris Paul, they brought him in and got rid of him when you were tired of him. They brought in your old friend Russell Westbrook. You wanted to go to Vegas on off days, they looked away. You wanted the team to stay over so you could go out at night, they changed the schedule and it didn't work. And you know what, you said, I'm going to break up with my Woody. Not good enough. I see the bright lights in New York. I want to go there. My old pal, Kevin Durant. It's going to work. The big three. And all after one year, you wanted out. You realized, oh, my gosh, I took this guy for granted, the guy that believed in me. I went back with Daryl Morey. They traded Ben Simmons for you. How did they pull that off? And you know what? You went there, and you got a partner who got the MVP. He won the MVP. And what did you say afterwards? You said, they didn't hand me the reins. You're the point guard. You were holding the reins. And what did you do when you had the reins? You scored nine points in game seven against Boston. You blew a 3-2 series lead. So they co- they fired their coach. Not good enough. You broke up with your guy believing you again. You said, the bright lights of L.A., that's where I want to go. Let's see if that works. Listen, James, have you ever had those friends who had bad roommates? Over and over, they complained about their bad roommates. This guy's terrible. The bad roommate here. They never thought to be self-aware enough that they're the bad roommate. They're the problem. Hey, James, you're the problem. (laughs) If this doesn't work this year in this system with this team. People say that about me. Then you're going to go and point fingers at everybody else. And you're going to go back home and you're going to start swiping right for another team. And there's not going to be anybody left. Because, James, you're going to be doing a podcast. You're not the beard. You're not the system. You're the problem. Oh, he drops the mic. Drops the mic. How about that? Is fantastic. Some of you may be like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but still, that's fantastic. Shit. I love that. Whoever that fucker is, I got to send that off to Christian Blatt for who are these uh, broadcasters. Well done. Big fan. Uh, thank you, as always, to Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Uh, if you are. Of course, in between jobs, perhaps unemployed. Maybe your boss does not offer you insurance. You need health care. You can get it with the help of the U.S. government. A tax subsidy to help you pay the premium. That's how you get insurance these days. You're like, wait a minute. I don't understand any of this. The word you're saying doesn't make any sense. Look, that's fine. All you need to know is that there's someone that exists that can help you get insurance. And it doesn't cost you a dime. I talk about this all the damn time. Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance gets people into their health care plans who otherwise couldn't. This is all you need to do. If you can muster this, you can do this. Uh, go to buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-Y insurancehere.com and fill out the form. Mention me and that's it. Tell me what this all means, you'll say. And again, Frank gets paid by insurance companies, not by you. Doesn't cost you a dime. Buyinsurancehere.com. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, the place to get your vehicle repaired. 616-532-6600. That is 616-532-6600. If you are in West Michigan, get your vehicle repaired at Irvine's. ERVines.com, all makes and models, EVs, electric vehicles, uh, hybrids, you name it. They take care of them all. The dealerships call upon uh, Irvine's when they can't fix cars, which does happen from time to time. 
Get your car repaired at Irvine's. If you need a car while yours is being repaired, they have loaners uh, for free. It doesn't even cost you anything. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup, 616-532-6600. And then finally, Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. He's on cloud nine after his team, Michigan, won the big game. Uh, so he's feeling good. He's in a good mood. Now, he's giving away free furnace tune-ups. Normally, these are $79 till December 1. This is how it works. You call, you schedule, and that's it. He comes to your house. He tunes and cleans. He leaves. You don't uh, pay him a penny. No money leaves your pocket. He then turns in that he did the work on your residence to DTE, and they pay him what you would have paid him for the furnace tune-up. This is till December 1, and they're filling up fast. So if you still can, call Joe, 616-516-8579. He is partnered with DTE Energy, the only one in West Michigan to get this opportunity, and he wants you to know about it. 616-516-8579. Today's asshole of the day. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I'm getting a phone call. Telemarketer. Today's asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. Uh for cutting Seth uh what's his name? Seth what's his face? The Dallas Mavericks. Are the assholes of the day, Curry. Embarrassing. You should have just let him. You should have given him a raise. Come on now. Folks, thank you for being here and enjoying the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Check you out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Till next time, thank you. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.